That was the plan, like all along. Like we're we're, we're moving the company. company to Vancouver to keep the show running over mm-hmm. there. Exactly. And I, it was such a long process for me. At first, it was like almost there, almost there. Maybe, maybe in April, maybe in May, maybe in July. You know. Yeah. And it kept being pushed um, indeterminately. Until it came to like, okay, so my classes are starting in September, so um, gotta get here, yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought, of, okay, so because this is the the actual getting here, right? Because I think like we've mentioned in other uh, cups of tea that what the another process has been cups. like, another teacup, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned what the process has been like. But this feels more like, okay, so here's what the trip was like. Right. Um, so it was like a very long week of getting ready and sorting stuff out. It felt very get my ducks in a row kind of thing. When did you actually, like, what was the point of like, okay, I, I, because it's the, the coming here has been that for a long time. Yeah. So what was the point of really like, okay, now I buying the ticket or like now I bought the ticket and when I have I, to get my shit together. When I first bought the, so I had, first I had this big argument with my dad about when I was coming here mm. because one day um, I came home and he was in his um, tool shed building something and he was like, well, what about how about we go visit your brother on your way to Vancouver? And I said, yeah, that's what I want to do. Like, but I mean, that was my plan originally. Mm-hmm. And he was just adding the fact that he wanted to go as well. Okay. Um, so I said, yeah, sure. Of course, let's go. And he said, when do you want to go? I was thinking the last week of August. And I was like, wait, what? No, 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 it cannot be the last week of August, for the love of God. 
because that gives me no time mm-hmm. to know how to, to like be there, Prepare get there, or whatever. Life. Yeah. Oh wait, I don't know if I'm messing this up, but like you're already talking. Well, okay, I don't know when you're gonna talk about the whole where am I gonna live. Oh yeah, when does that come before or after? That comes after, actually. Okay. Right. Um, you go on. Because it, we 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 had that discussion. Wait, say that. Um, I didn't know. We didn't. We hadn't found a place. We oh, didn't know. Like it yet. was earlier yeah. before yeah. all of our plans yes. that continually change, and mm-hmm. it was like this option, and then that option, and then this, and then thing. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that can be another like. Episode on its own, but um, we'll get there. Maybe we'll split this one into. I don't know. And so he told me that, and I was like, "No, what are you talking about? A week before? No, no, no. I need to be there. Like I already did that when I went to Sweden. Getting there the day before class started, and it was I would not do it again. It was not terrible. I survived, but you know, I would rather know how to get to school." You know, because I remember very clearly that on the first day I was super, well, I was not super, but I didn't know how to get to school. I didn't know how long it was going to take me. And I, I was like, my eyes were glued. My eyes were glued to the screen the entire, like, walk. Um, so I was like, no, I'm not doing that again. Um, and so we had this whole argument about what, what the whole point of going to Vancouver was. He was like, you have to study and you need to focus only on that. No jobs, no doing anything else. That That's your priority. And I was like, no, that's not my priority. Um, right, because studying there was the excuse yeah, to get there. It's the not to the exactly, end. Yeah. It's not the end. Mm-hmm. So um, now we talked more about it and we settled on a couple of weeks before because I wanted to be here on the 15th. Mm-hmm. Of August, which on on in hindsight is like, thank God I wasn't here on the fifteenth. I feel so like I've spent so much money, and I know this is the the first few weeks and settling in and like buying a bunch of stuff that yeah. you never have to buy again or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what I'm gonna be like anyway. Um, so then we started looking for places, and we finally thought we had the one, which we didn't. Um, and I started scrambling. Because I was like, okay, so I really need to find a place. Otherwise, where am I going to land? You know? And my dad was kind of, I mean, you could probably ask the pine me for like a couch or something. I was like, yeah, I can. I just didn't have one. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, I didn't have the situation is very dire. <laughs> I don't know how to express that to you. Yeah. Because um, we were living in an Airbnb, me yeah. and the fam, and the the kid was already on the couch, so there was there no the couch was occupied. Yeah. So um, anyway, that got sorted out because I found this place. Yeah. Which, if you know the geography of Vancouver, I was by the airport, and my school is in North Vancouver, so. It's like an hour and a half bus ride, which holy shit, no. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a place, you know, that I could get to, and it was nice. It gave me a lot of peace of mind. Um, 
And at that time, I don't know, maybe I found it around July, mm-hmm. August, probably. I don't remember. It was. It it must have been soon after we got here because because the whole month of July was the whole. How are we gonna arrange all the people that are here? And how are we gonna live together? And the place that we thought that we had that we didn't have. We can talk about that on my episode. Um, and I I feel like that was most of July. So I and then yeah, there we was the Malibu. Yeah, place. Um, Malibu is a prison, not the place. <laughs> and so I would think that it was way after that. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, so I got it, and I had bought my ticket already. Um, and and I I had been thinking a lot about how my brother went through his moving process and how he left it for the very last day. To pack everything and he I think there was a bunch of stuff that he wanted to take with him that he couldn't and he was very disorganized about it and so I started like making lists of stuff that I wanted to bring and stuff that I wanted to have here but maybe I couldn't bring on a suitcase mm-hmm. so I would have to ship myself um stuff and I kind of started organizing things very slowly in a very out of character way I feel like I always procrastinate you know yeah. how in school they would always be like, yeah, you know, divide it up into like smaller tasks. So then it's not overwhelming on the last day before you have to turn in your homework. Oh, yeah, I did that. I Let finally did my homework. Um, it took you so many years. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I started doing it slowly. I remember packing my first bag, which was the biggest, like, because I have, you know, like the three suitcase kind of thing. So the biggest... Um, was full of um like sweaters and um dresses or like formal stuff that is not something that I would keep wearing while I was still there. Um but then I thought okay I might need this like today that I was dressed for mood board in class. Um yeah like formally stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and I packed it all up and then Maybe a couple of weeks later, I moved on to the other two suitcases, which were a little trickier because it was just like more of my regular clothes and then computer, camera, um, iPad, all that sort of equipment and stuff that I don't want to lose. Um, it was such a hassle to move stuff around at the airport, but I'll get to that <laughs> later. Um and then during the final, I, I think I have the final week very much in my mind because I felt like I wanted to see my grandma a couple times and I wanted to hang out with some of my friends. Um, I organized a farewell party that was really nice. And I don't know, it was like a nice way of wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... I had everything like prepared. I made sure that I didn't forget anything. Um, I had this experience also of when I was in Sweden, I remember needing stuff that I didn't think I would need or bring, like have to bring with me. Like 
Hostess. I miss mm-hmm. Hostess so much in Sweden. <laughs> it's such a stupid thing, maybe. Oh, but, no, I like, love them. I, I, I remember going to an office depot and trying to buy them, but they didn't have them. Mm-hmm. Then I ended up with a Hostess for the semester. I just, like, I had some of my notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I just used those. But, yeah, and, like, especially for, like, this stuff that we have organized. Like, I have the Pine Water Company notebook, and then I have the, like, other pocket stuff. Um, laying around elsewhere so I needed to be like very organized with everything that we you that we need um and that we're using um so that was like in the box to be shipped afterwards and everything um and so I felt like I had a better grasp of what I needed to bring with me and that was dealt with so yeah everything was good everything was great the last week um I remember that when I bought my ticket, I know that I told you, and it's like, oh, oh my God, it's really happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had this widget on my phone that was counting down the days for the really? trip. Yeah, but um, it was counting down the days for the trip to LA. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was nice anyway. Yeah. It was just like a, a week-ish ahead um, of the getting to Vancouver. Um, yeah, so I got everything together. My... Uh, during that last week, actually, um, my uncle had to fly in from Houston because my grandma started feeling sick. Mm. And my dad was like, oh, she's feeling bad because you're mm-hmm. And everybody kept saying that. And she's like, mm, I accept it. It's fine. <laughs> I know she's going to go. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of also cool that I saw him before seeing him again in his house. I'm, I'm like just like right now that you said that I'm just realizing that you know neither you or your brother are at the house. Yeah, it like just clicked. It's, is it is your dad around? Yeah, more than he. I used to just like or like he's around. So your grandma is like a lonery. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, yeah, you know she mean? is. Yeah, and the house is more empty, emptier. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this lady that now helps her move around and stuff, and uh, yeah, so she has. She's not a nurse, but mm-hmm. she like helps her with stuff. Um, so yeah, that's anything. So my trip went like this. Mm-hmm. It was um, I was gonna fly from Edinburgh to Houston, stay there one day. Then fly from Houston to LA to visit my brother, stay with him for like a week, and then get here on Monday. Um, and I remember what you said when you talked about like the traveling and the going back to the airport and it being mm. exciting and it being fun. Oh, yeah. And I was feeling that. I was like, oh my God, traveling again, again. Um, but there was a lot of mixed feelings, actually. I was very kind of like in on hold, you know. Like I felt, and I remember because we got to the airport um, kind of early because the day before my dad dropped my uncle off, and he's like, "Oh, there was this huge line for security." And if I mean, because you do have to check your bags, then I don't know how that long that. That's my goal because there was this long ass line for American Airlines. I mean, I was flying United, but that was very like easy and streamlined. And I was the only person on it. I went in, checked my bags, went away, had a camper. Um, mm-hmm. 
So my dad was like, let's just make sure that there's no lines, or if there's lines, that you can get through it, everything's going to be fine, blah, blah, blah. So we got to the airport, and we were there, and we were just, like, waiting for a bit. And so I was just like, this is kind of sad. I mean, I don't, I don't, and, and it felt, you know, um, very sweet at this moment where I had to fill something out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it was, but I, and I thought I had a pen with me and I probably did in one of my thousand bags, but I couldn't find one. And so my dad gave me his and he was like, no, you can keep it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I mean, I have like, all my pens he's given me, but yeah, this one was like it's his. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I had to board, so I we went upstairs to the security line and everything, and he was like, "Be careful, be careful." You know, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, a few words, but yeah. Um, and then I left, and it was, yeah, it was just, it didn't feel as exciting or as, like, joyful as other um, trips have been. What do you think that was? I guess it's just the, uh, enormity of it. Hmm. Or the, it's very enormous. <laughs> Yeah, so I kind of felt like a zombie, not like a zombie zombie, but very, it was a very emotional trip. Um, And then when I was actually like getting to the airport, when I landed and everything, I was like, oh yes, traveling is awesome, I love this, I missed it so much, except for the long ass hour I spent (laughs) in immigration when I it's landed in it was horrible. I mean, it was nice. Kind of, you know, there's, in the back of my mind, there was this, like, Jiminy Cricket saying, oh my god, put your face mask on. And I think oh. I did have it on. But oh, there were so nice. many people in the line. Yeah. And I would say half of them, the very European-looking ones, didn't have a mask on. Every Asian person I saw had a mask on. Um... It was kind of fun, funny how divided it was of who had a mask on and who didn't. Um, but it was nice, like, seeing people again, you know? And it was, like, a funny experience. And I even um, kind of documented the trip and the quirky things that I think when you stop seeing people, like, in a pandemic way, when... Yeah, like public gatherings or being out in public is not a thing anymore. You miss those funny things about watching people. Um, And there was this girl on the line in front of me, like there was a family in front of me. And she, I'm pretty sure that girl picked her outfit like perfectly, you know? Mm -hmm. She was wearing this like very bright pink uh, t-shirt with sequined skirt and like also... Uh, like shimmery boots, and like she was totally enjoying her outfit. Yeah. You know, that's so cute. That is so cute. Um, and then I think I actually even wrote him down so that I would remember and I could tell you all about it. Um, very prepared of you. Yes, I wanted to to like, yeah, to to relish in the whole people watching me. Oh, 
there was this girl I noticed because there was like a baby bag thing. <laughs> There's a name for that. <laughs> anyway, the bag that moms carry around mm-hmm. with baby stuff. Um, That's the bag? Yes. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and I and I laughed and I told my cousin, like I sent a, I remember I sent a photo of the bag to my cousin, but I said, look, this is a Game of Thrones baby because her name was Arya. <laughs> and then there was this guy who looked so much like Benedict Cumberbatch, but blonde. Like yeah. that movie, there's a movie about, I don't know if it's, it's not Edward Snow then, but it's like one of those things mm-hmm. where he's blonde. That was his clone. Um, yeah, and then I'll get to another one that I have later. That was also kind of shocking. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got to Houston. My aunt picked me up. And that was such a nice way to start the trip. Mm-hmm. But it was it was kind of funny in, in the end. So I got to Houston. And my aunt, who was super... Um, you know? Mm-hmm. Like she's very welcoming. Yeah. So I got to her house. She showed it to me because it was a new house that they just moved into. Um, and she uh, put me in the guest room, which was so nice. Like she furnished it very prettily, mm-hmm. and she but it's like a hotel because she put chocolates and the night table for me and a bottle of water, like a couple bottles of water. That is so cute and. Yeah, she's like, she's so nice. Um, and she took me out for sushi when I got there. We chatted. Then she was like, oh, your aunt, your uncle's coming back. We need to go have dinner. We went to for dinner. They were like, you can order whatever you want. Um, and I tried this, uh, I think it was called Springtime Cocktail. It was really mm-hmm. good. It was like raspberry thyme and some. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was really good. It was so nice. It was a very, very nice trip. Because then the next morning, she took me out for brunch at this nice place that you would have liked. Um, mm. um, and then she drove me to the airport to go to Los Angeles. And I, I described this scene to my dad and my grandma, and they were laughing. Because, I mean, we understand the circumstance. We know why it happened, but it's just still kind of funny. Like, I feel like, and I told them, I feel like I went from this five-star hotel with my aunt to one of those, <laughs> not even one-star motels when, where there are no sheets on the bed. Is that when you <laughs> went to see your brother? Yes. I got there and the, the, he put me up on what used to be his bedroom because one of his roommates just moved out and he took his bedroom. So he was like, oh, yeah, so here's your room, which was my room. There's nothing here. I mean, you know, there's the bed and there's a closet, I guess, if you need anything. I don't know what you could need. But anyway, um, and the sheets were, I don't remember if exactly, if they were on the floor or on the bed, but not made. Made, yeah. And I was like, oh, great. Look at that welcoming. Yeah, yeah, very welcoming. <laughs> so... So it like that that hit me that um, lack of a welcoming kind of not that I think he did it on purpose, mm-hmm. but it was not like my aunt I was like oh my god it's so nice to have you here welcome you know 
I mean, yeah, like there's a big Which, difference between yeah. like your aunt and your yeah, brother. my brother who is barely making it on his own. Yeah, so <laughs> because he's having a hard time, so it's not like I resented him for it, but it just it just like hit me in the moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I said, so are these your roommates' sheets or? And he's like, yeah, they were his. So I don't know. You can wash them if you want. <laughs> Yes, I will watch them because I don't want to, I don't know who this dude is. Um, yeah, uh, so well, it was very, very different. Um, but then the, the overall trip was really nice and it ended up being um, one of the best times I've had with my brother because mm, we went to the, to the Griffith Observatory, we went to Malibu. <laughs> We, the actual place. Yeah, the actual place. Um, we went to Santa Barbara to go whale watching, which was awesome. It was something that I really wanted to do. He was not that excited about it. Um, but in the end, he really liked it nice. as well. Um, it was recommended by Ear Biscuits, by, by mm-hmm. this episode of Ear Biscuits where Red talked about whale watching um, in Santa Barbara as well. Um, and we went to Universal, which was so much fun. Okay. <laughs> so... Yeah, we did a lot of stuff together. It was really fun. Um, I tried helping him out too. Like, so I washed my sheets on the first day. Um, And then he was, okay, there's a caveat. The dryer doesn't dry. Like, what do you mean the dryer doesn't dry? Like, yeah, I mean, you can put your stuff in there, but you'll you'll have to press the button like four times for it to be fully dry because it doesn't dry properly. Like you would have to cycle. run the cycle. For yeah. It. I was like, what the fuck is that about? I was like, yeah, I've, I've told them, but it takes a very long time for them to fix it. So you need your, just push it for times. <laughs> I mean, okay. I ended up buying him a, um, one of those hanger thingies, like the, in Target. Um, I don't know, it was just really fun and really nice and very adorable. In in another like again, this um recurring theme of kinda like saying goodbye to my family and that when when he was driving me to the airport, I started feeling like I was about to cry. And it reminded me of when I was little and my cousins would um visit us and we would go visit them and I always cried whenever we said goodbye. You did? Yeah. Um, So it felt very much like that. And when we were at the airport, like, I was trying so hard not to cry. Um, And when we were finally at the airport, I was like, okay, wait. Um, And then you cried? And then I cried, yeah. No, we got out of the car. He helped me with my bags and everything. And we were hugging. And he was like, so thank you for coming. And I was like, <laughs> you know, it's a reflection like, of what you're saying. Sobbing. Like, <laughs> but you cried, um, yes. Yeah, sobbing. Uncontrollably. <laughs> Uncontrollably. Um, yeah, I cried. And I kept even crying as I walked down the airport very dramatically. It sounds like it. It sounds very moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It felt very surreal. Um, but it was, it was so nice. You guys being nice to each other. Yeah. And then, um, I still had that feeling of 
it's not quite. Oh, let me get back to the universal thing that we were in Universal and everything, and I was so shocked by this couple that were outright yelling at each other in the middle of the park. I mean, I don't want to. Not that anybody's gonna know who I'm talking about, right? But it was this lady, so it was a couple who looked. Um, they spoke English. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know exactly where they're from. Maybe they're British. They were. I think maybe they were British. Um, but like some kind of Arab descent, um, because she was saying to him that he was being such an asshole, like during their trip, and she had paid for it. And now he wanted to control everything. So I don't know, I was just fascinated by the exchange, you know? Because she was very, very, very angry and yelling, and the poor kids that were like walking around with them. They had like their kids? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, oh man. That's horrible. I mean, I understand what she's saying. Like, the, the husband was trying to. To pretend like he had paid for the trip and he had done everything when it was her that did it, you know? I don't know. Anyway, interesting people watching. Mm-hmm. Went to. People watching. Um, yeah, so I got to um, I got to the airport. He dropped me off. I kept crying as I went through security. Um, I got to my... Um, to, to the... Uh, things. And thank God this was, like, right outside security. Because on the flight from Houston to LA, I had to run the entire airport. They were they were fixing the E terminal, so my aunt had to drop me off at C terminal. So I had to walk the whole thing, and I was already running a bit late. And I, yeah. like I seriously, I don't think I had ever run at an airport until that point where I was like, oh, I need to make it because otherwise I'm gonna miss my flight. And oh my god, no! And then I got there, and the flight gets delayed by two. I mean, I guess better than missing your flight. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Um, so yeah, then um, I got here, and you picked me up. Well, I had to wait at immigration for them to give me forever, my study permit. Forever, yeah. Oh my god, the, the process! I felt so. I got there. I went through the like regular immigration stuff. And then they move you. They tell you, okay, you need to go to this office over there. Because you're still in. And, and then I thought, okay, I don't know if I need to get my bags before that or after or what, how this goes. And so I just took them out of the carousel, put them in a cart. Um, I went towards the immigration thing and I overheard the like officer telling some people that they needed to put their bags at like the back of the lane, the aisle. Um, or whatever. And so I just did that. Um, and I came back and I thought, okay, there doesn't seem to be anyone in the line. I think this is going to be pretty quickly. Um, it was not. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So I got there and there were these like long rows of chairs, like maybe 20 chairs. And then it's like maybe four lines of chairs. And these Kind of looks like a bank, like a bank. It gave me that bank vibe with maybe ten people behind their uh, counters. Mm. Nobody seemed to be doing anything. Oh, they were like no, with people. No, they were with people. Oh. 
they were just sitting in front of a computer chatting with each other. And I was just like, not looking what is me. this? Why are you not doing it? I mean, maybe you were doing something, but why does it look like you're not doing anything? And then this mean ass girl, because she was like our age, you know? Uh-huh. She's like, everybody move to this end of the line. She's just like, holy shit, you don't want to piss her off. Um, and yeah, everybody stands up from their seat from their seat and moves, like scoots over to the other side of the room. And I heard they give you this number. So I was 448. And I kept hearing like 450, 449, 432, 3, like, 397. Yeah, like randomly. And I was like, why, why is this so random? Like, why aren't they in order? I want mine. <laughs> And you keep you keep texting me like, are you done? Are you done? Like, oh, no! Yeah, oh my I god, no! Just, uh, <laughs> like, the and I were just like, where is she? she and we just, we just kept looking to see if people yeah. would come. We're like, where is she? Yeah. And I was trying, and I and I also started getting worried because I saw all these people that had like Manila envelopes or um, <laughs> like, like had letter-sized somethings with paper, <laughs> and I just had like. And, and even, I didn't even have my passport because they had taken it. Mm-hmm. So I just had this, like, wallet-sized thing with, I think it was just my vaccination record mm-hmm. and something else. I was like, what, what if they ask me for something and I don't have it? What is this? Why do all these people have these papers that I don't have? And then I stood up and asked the lady. I was like, hey, I'm number 448. Are you going to please call my name? I was like, oh, yeah, hang it tight. Almost there. <laughs> okay. Um, and then she finally called me and I picked it up and I just get that all out of there. Um, and then I found you outside. I was like, hi. Yeah. And finally. And that was also still very overwhelming. You know, like. What was? Like the, the whole process felt uh, so yeah. um, intense. And then getting here was not as joyful as and exciting as I had expected mm-hmm. it to be. Like, it was not jumping of, like, joy. joy. Yeah. Um, and and then you drove me to the, the apartment. Which, as stated before, was very far from my school. Mm-hmm. It was also, we must note a basement apartment um which my aunt i had told her about it and she was very concerned about the amount of light i was gonna get very plant way <laughs> like we are basically she said um so no, no make sure that there's enough light so that you don't get um seasonal depression or anything you know and i said no no, no I, mean, I mean it wasn't a bad place no, it wasn't like objectively. No, it was not terrible. It was it. Was, it's in a very good location. It's very close to a bus station. I mean, there's a bus stop like right around the corner. Um, it, was, it wasn't ugly. Yeah, no, it's it's a pretty place. It like, it's a pretty area. Um, the my landlord was also really nice. Um, he was uh, like the blue- actual landlord or like the guy, like the guy. Um, yeah, the guy that was renting it out to me. He was really nice. He was also Mexican. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was like a very easy to talk to person. Mm-hmm. Um, he was really nice. I met him. Yeah. 
kind of like Malibu, you know, it's one of those very welcoming people that mm-hmm. made it feel nice. Um, but it still didn't feel right. It was horrible. Mm. And and I had and I sort of had this expectation of what it might be like. Okay. Uh, because, okay, I thought, oh, oh, all right, so this is what this was like in Sweden. So I got there. It was horrible for five minutes. Then I had Wi-Fi and I could talk to people and I, say, and I could say that I was there. Um, and the room was weird and I didn't know my roommate because she was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but my very clear memory of it is at the next day, when I was walking back from school after the orientation uh, kickoff, I remember very clearly that I thought, okay, this day was horrible and the day before was also very weird, but this is going to be awesome and it's going to go by so quickly, which it did. Um, and it ended up being awesome. Yeah, it ended up being awesome. But here, I didn't think that period of adjustment would be as long as it's been you know and as tough what do you think it's made it like that i don't know i mean because we were like talking about it a little bit the other day when we went to get coffee and we were having a meeting and stuff as we do um because you know like I'll, i'll talk about it later but i've also it's this thing of like I thought I had a realistic expectation yeah. of what it would be, and no, it has been like ten times worse. Jinx. Yeah. Um. So it's just like, why? What is it? Is it like that we have this sort of weight of oh we're moving to this country rather than oh I'm studying here for like a yeah. semester or a year or like as I as I cried in my room in that first day um yeah there was so much crying so much crying um I had to call my therapist and be like what well, I don't know what's going on I I, I feel miserable this is horrible. I want to not go back home. I want to go to LA with my brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and then I started thinking of, I also saw that this girl that was in school with me. Um, like back home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She had gotten to USC. And I was like, see, that's what I should be doing. Why am I here? Um, what if this is the wrong place? What if it's not, what if it doesn't work out? And, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody and like I think when when you pick me up from the airport and then you drop me off and I had to go and I, yeah and then I had to go and I was like what am I gonna do mm. you know um felt lonely yeah and then I went to the supermarket that night and I was video calling with my brother and that gave me like it helped me settle a little bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, the whole thing, I think maybe it is that there's no, like there's no turning back. I mean, there is, but, but it does feel like more open. Mm. It's not like, Oh, it's just six months, you know, or it's just this one thing that more I have to do. And then, yeah, 
So the high degree of uncertainty, I think, adds a lot of the fear and um, maybe to the degree of loneliness as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, when people ask me, how has it been? Yeah. I would be like, oh, it's been a freaking roller coaster. You have no idea. Yeah. There's been more downs than ups. Well, maybe it's getting no, better. It's, yeah, for sure. It, it is getting better. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's this aura of moving to Canada. And, and yeah. like it's this, it's surrounded by this cloak of happiness and joy it's like the best thing ever yeah and i like the dream come true yeah, it's gonna you know. be wonderful you're gonna and, love it and then like i said 10 times worse than you thought it would be. yeah it's yeah i think i mean it's kind of funny because when i was in houston my uncle and i were talking about how very much in a similar way to my brother he moved um, he left his house and he moved alone to the U.S. to keep studying medicine. And he spent a big um, chunk of time on his own, trying to get a job, uh, getting to school. And it was very hard for him as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and eventually, of course, he made it. And now he he's doing great and his family's all over there and you know it worked out nicely mm-hmm. um and he like kind of saw himself in my brother um i was like oh i remember what that was like you know and um and and kind of i also i think telling it a little bit to me of like yeah you're starting out new place um so it's not easy it's, it's very, I don't think I can understate how hard it is of trying to get a job, of being in a whole new place with very different people than you, um, the cultural adjustment, you know, that cultural adjustment thing, I thought I had it down. Right? Yeah. Me it's too. like, I'm going to nail this. I already know. I even know the theory behind it because I remember studying in school. Um Canadians are not so different, so it's going to be fine. Um, then it hits you in a way that you didn't expect it to Yeah, you. it does. So it's been, for sure, not at all what I would have thought it was going to be. It's been very scary, very lonely, um, very uncertain, not as exciting like now that there's no potential i mean i feel like there is i feel like there's so much we can do yeah that that's the thing that i'm kind of like holding on to yeah and like every person that has talked to me or that i've asked about moving here everybody's like it's very difficult at first but it's so worth it Mm -hmm. so i'm like all right you know i'll believe you i'm here yeah, I'll keep we'll going. See how that plays out. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I do, and I keep thinking of the stuff that we want to do and like the classes that I'm taking that help us build a pint of water company. And um, it, I feel like it's also a good environment, even though 
I had my doubts because <laughs> there was this moment where I was like, I mean, Vancouver, yeah, Hollywood at the North, sure. Um, <laughs> but this is so VFX focused mm. and I want to do live action. So maybe, yeah, LA is still the answer. I don't know. Anyway, so. Maybe later we'll move to LA. Yeah. That was so much fun, though. Later, later. Cool. Um, I'm voting for LA. Uh, and it's just, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to take it out one day at a time. Time is going by so slowly, which has been very interesting because during the pandemic, I feel like they start to blur together because mm -hmm. they're all very similar and here every day still feels very different. Mm -hmm. So that has been a thing that I've noticed of. Time moves by slowly. Um, I, I feel that too. Like time, I feel like the day is endless. It takes forever. And ironically, it if you do get out of the house, you lose the entire day. It's so Which weird. we were saying the other day, it's insane. Yeah, um, it's crazy. The Vito was saying to me that, oh no, but you can compartment compartmentalize your day and do something in the morning and something in the afternoon and then something at night. And I was like, what are you talking about? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe I can kind of think that I go to school in the morning and they do something else in the afternoon. Sure. Yeah. But I don't know. But if you have to do something and you need to yeah. go out and you need to like take a train and take a bus and yeah. do something, especially if it's like government and paperwork and yeah. appointments. It's such a thing. I feel like in Mexico, we're so fast-paced. Everything just, you, you you just go, you do it, you think. Even though, you know, living in Mexico, you still have lines and you're still yeah. complaining about lines. But it's like, the oh, one. I'll have an appointment tomorrow. I'll have an appointment the next day. Yeah. I'll call the bank on Saturday. I feel like, you know, I, it was such a shock to me that I went to the bank to open a bank account. And they're like, sure. Let me get an appointment for you for once you want it next week. Like, what? What do you mean they need an appointment to open an account? I thought I could just like come here and do it. No, you have to go make an appointment. Yeah, um, and like the DMV and the the licensing and yeah, like I have a I have a, an appointment for my road test this week. But if I fail or miss or whatever happens, then the next available appointment is in January. What? Yes. I did not know. Yes. And this appointment on Thursday, they like gave it to me as a special occasion. Uh-huh. But like, oh, fuck. The, the, they are scheduling appointments in January. Jesus. It's like, what? No, that's They're horrible. crazy. I can't. I'm just like, I, but I, it, it makes it so I understand that difference like my perception is so interesting when it comes to like mexico is so fast-paced when it comes to paper paperwork and things and you can get things done yeah so fast and i really it really amazes me the i don't know what to call it but this like oh it's just going to take forever and you have to deal with it you have it's to like be a okay. real life version of the bmb slots from Zootopia. yes <laughs> yes but like Everybody is not okay with it. Like, everybody hates it, I guess. But it's just the way it is. Ugh, and you just horrible. deal. And, and 
things take forever and that's just how people live their lives, you know. And I wonder if that I wonder what that does as a culture. In our Which opinion. part? Well the fact that the I feel like I feel like in Mexico you can take shortcuts and get around yeah. and, and get things done. Yeah. Through ill means sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um And and Canada is such such a strict Rigid, parent, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like no, and there's no other way. You just have to deal. Yeah. So I, I feel like does, does it make people more resilient? Maybe maybe that's why they're such tough cookies here. And <laughs> I'm intrigued. Alex is a sociologist or something. Yeah. So. So that's what the trip. Okay, so how are you feeling now, though? I mean, you know, you started school. Because um, you moved. I, don't I did. Yeah, that. by the way, I moved. Thank God. On the May 3rd day. I mean, oh, I got basement here, apartment? But, yeah, I, I, I got here on Monday evening. After my birthday. She was yes. Okay. Oh, but she got me a very beautiful plant as a birthday present. And yes. I'm very happy and saying that she's very cute. I got here on Monday. On Thursday, I went to school to just gauge how long it would take me, how many buses I would need to take. And you take like three yeah. or four. Yeah. Um, and then on one of those bus rides, I got this email from the residents at school that said, we have an offer for you. And I was like, oh my God, yes. And I called my dad and I said, hey, I got this. They are telling me to move in on Tuesday. Um, I need to like confirm my offer, whatever, and then I can move. And he was like, all right, let me check. Um, and then like, we'll see if, but yeah, probably yes. Because also, um, one, uh, on maybe the second day of being here, um, I called him when, I mean, I was very, again, called sad. Him. My dad, I oh. called, I guess so. I called you. Yes. Um, then I called my grandma, then I called my dad, um, and I told my dad about the living arrangement because he didn't know that I was at the basement. He didn't know? No. What did he think that you were coming to? He thought we were, I was coming to the house, the... Yeah. Wow. So you'll hear more about it in the next episode. Yeah. Did you tell him all about it or no? Yeah, I did. <gasps> oh my goodness. <laughs> so Okay, so what did he say? He was More very chill about it. More context on the next it. episode, but like, yes. what? He was very chill about it. Surprisingly chill. Yeah. We were not chill. No, we, we were freaking Anyways. Out. He was so chill about it. He was like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Hmm. Do you think he was trying to like... Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Because then afterwards we hung up the phone. He talked to Gina, his um, mm. friend, and I had told her, so mm. she knew. And they talked and everything. And so he called me back. He was like, "Hey, are you okay?" No, no, it was not. That, are you okay? It was more like, you know, you can tell me if you have a problem, mm. and it'll and, and it's fine. And if you if you think that this is not the right thing and you want to come back or if you want to do something else, then that's also perfectly fine. Like if you make, if you mess up or if you lose money or if you do whatever, you know, it's gonna be fine. 
Hmm. You know? Um, and I don't know where I was going with this. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was very... Because uh, we're talking about how you moved, so... You very reassuring, yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh, then because you told him about the living arrangement, right? Right, the living room. So I told him about the living room too. And so he saw after he told me, like he, he saw that I was miserable at the basement. Um, so he goes, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll uh, get the sorted out so you can move there. Um, and so I accepted the thing on Friday to move um, into the yeah, school residence. Um, then Saturday, I got my shit together, like started packing some of the stuff that I had to start to unpack. Um, the actual moving of your stuff yeah. to the thing. You can find like, that yeah. on Instagram or something. Yeah, I think so. Sure. Yes. It was, it was fun. It was fun. It was. it was a lot of stuff, the suitcases and many bus rides and some Hamilton soundtrack in the back. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. It was cool. Yeah. We did it. We did. Do you have any idea what it's like to move three suitcases, some pillows, and a bag of IKEA? The stuff? IKEA bag, yeah. Around the whole city. You can take a look at that. Um, so, yeah, I finally made it to school, to the residence. It was massively better. I mean, I, I have a roommate, which. You know, I feel very ambivalent towards the roommate situation. I like the idea of not being alone, mm -hmm. but I don't like the lack of privacy. Yeah. Like, if I had my own room, it'd be better, mm. but it's fine. You'll get used to it. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was listening to the horror story, the roommate horror stories episode mm -hmm. of the and I was laughing so hard. I still haven't listened to it. Yeah. Um, so things happen. That's what I thought. <laughs> Siri. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's been looking up. For sure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I also felt really good after we had coffee yester yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like. Even though, and even like, yeah, a cup of tea is kind of like this. Um, I feel like we hadn't talked, like, checked like, in, yeah, mm -hmm. in a while. Mm -hmm. So that was also nice. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, it's been better for sure. Yeah, do you feel like things are looking up? Yeah, and also, um, I do feel that. Part of that uncertainty and that um, being scared is of there's all these things that I want to be doing and mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not doing them right now. So it takes me back to like maybe one a year ago mm -hmm. of scrambling to mm -hmm. try to mm -hmm. um, do one of those things. And so because they're not happening, I like get distracted by other stuff. I'm like, oh, find a job, find something else to do, get this project going, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I need to, it's been like an exercise in recentering my focus. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, I hear that. So but I'm very happy that we are recording again. Yeah. You know, we're doing the thing that we said that we were going to do. Yeah. <laughs> we're in Vancouver. We are filming. We have a place to live. 
Oh yeah. Which it's it does a lot for you. It does a lot for you, <laughs> definitely. Um, and you know, things are happening. Things are looking better. We we had a very nice day the other day with the picha, and you guys yeah. made pan de muerto, and that was so cute. Yeah, and the pan de muerto was really good. Um, yeah. We already know how to fix the recipe to make it slightly better. Look at that. Look yeah. at that. So, you know, it's. I said to you at some point the whole, like, I'm so glad you're here because it gives me a sense of normalcy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it does, you know, you're, you're, you're bringing a part of home here. Because now we're, like, going to get coffee. We are having meetings. We are yeah. working on our company. We are recording things. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's, it's like that kind of light at the end of the tunnel in a good way. <laughs> no, in a, yeah. we're going to die way. Um, I hope not. But like hope, you know? Like, yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's hopeful. It feels good. It's, yeah. it's fresh. It's, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. So much better. And you know, I was so curious the other day about, and there probably is already somebody that did this of like a survivor's guide to moving to Vancouver. I mean, or moving to Canada. To in Canada. Canada. Yeah, because I think it'd be handy, you know, to give to somebody that wants to do this. So I would definitely, you know, I, I in, in the several projects that we got in mm-hmm. the back burner, mm-hmm. um, my whole blog thing mm-hmm. uh, there there is a space in there for a vlog about talking about this because I before coming here when I would talk to friends and they're like so excited and they're like how are you doing it and how do you do it because I want to do it and and like I said there's this aura of how amazing and how mm-hmm. good and how but but there's no real warning yeah about the difficulties of it the, the cultural differences because even if it's people that have been to Canada before, like I have, yeah, like you have, it, it does not compare. It does not no. prepare you for Different the mental, emotional, and probably physical, depending on how you do it, what you do it, and what happens to you. Yeah, um, how demanding it really is, and and yeah, we should do that. We, we're yes. gonna do that. Yeah. So. My recommendation is don't come to Canada. Just kidding. No, that's not my recommendation. But if you do, definitely come as a student. That's the best thing you can do yes, for yourself. That's the smart come way of student. doing it. Yes. Um, no, I will recommend something that gave me a lot of comfort. So, um, as we have discussed, I've been comfort shopping this entire month, basically. We have. Yeah. Um, I wanted this very nice pillow yeah. that I got. It makes me so happy. Like, it makes me so happy. It's just a pillow. But it really gives me life. No, exactly. That's the thing. You know? I, I love it. So, one of the first things that gave me comfort was going to Ikea and finding the exact same blanket that I have back home. Oh, that's yeah, cute. That's, yeah. But no, I bought... When we went to Marshall... No, it was not Marshall. Winners. Yeah, winners. We're big fans. Lover's Day. I got... And I've never gotten bamboo uh, oh, towels. Oh, these are from Winners, by the way. Not because sponsors. Not really. <laughs> sponsor, but sponsor us. Yeah. Um, I got a pack of 
bamboo towels. Yeah. And then there were bottom them. Like, I don't know. My grandma always used to buy that kind of stuff. And so I had never had the chance. And they're so soft. And, and the best part of it is, yeah, they dry right away. You don't need to, like, wash them and do all that nonsense yeah. to make them work. No. They were perfect on the very first day. Mm. So I would recommend bamboo towels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I recommend uh, I mean I think my recommendation more than a thing um, can be this it's it's a psychological thing of I, I know that if we're spending our money on a bunch of shit mm-hmm. it can seem like oh you're just wasting your money you're not mm-hmm. being responsible you're, yeah. you know that kind of thing yeah but in all honesty, following it, it there's 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 a purposeful way to do it where you're looking like of course don't like tire la casa por la ventana kind of thing where it's what's what what's a English way? I think it's the like, free Bali thing. Free right? Bali. Okay, so okay, like let's, look let's say that because I don't know that I made you said something stupid. <laughs> um. So, like, don't go over the thing um, in, in your spending. But I feel it's, I just want to say that it's okay to look for things that are pretty and look for things that make you happy when you've been through a really hard time. You know, well, I said something so different from what I was thinking. Free balling? Yeah. <laughs> what does it say? According to the Urban Dictionary, is the act of wearing pants without underwear, allowing your <laughs> balls to hang freely. I mean, we don't have balls, but yeah. I mean, I guess it conveys maybe the not exactly. No, no. it's more like Stretch. just you know, squandering money, basically. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, okay, good thing you checked. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. It's 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 that thing of like oh. It, it can seem like you're wasting it or you're being irresponsible. But I feel like it's a little bit of self-care. Yeah. Especially of it after having such a rough... Yeah. Such rough experiences. Such... Rough. such yeah. It, it can be actually traumatic, which, yeah. which I've come to terms with. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, don't overdo it, but it's yeah. okay no. to sort of find comfort that was, in things, but that in was... beautiful things. And, and that was, the trauma thing was also something that came up um, for me because when I was crying during those first three or four days, maybe, um, my therapist was like, you should figure out why you are crying. What are you crying for? What you are mourning. Mourning. What are you mourning? Mourning. Mourning. Morning. Sounds like I'm saying morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> morning. 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 Uh, little, I don't know. Um, anyway. Why, why, why are you grieving? There you go. <laughs> um, and I hadn't thought about it that way. Like, did you figure it out? Not quite. I mean, yeah, maybe. maybe but not 100% yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's like also a grieving process and... If buying, I don't know, 
a plant or a desk or sheets or a towel or whatever. Oh, my plant makes me very happy. And this pillow makes me very happy. Yeah. And and having nice things around the house. Yeah. Like, for example, there's it's this thing with Pablo where he's like, we don't need these things. We, we just need, like, what gets us by. Yeah. You know, and he's very practical about mm-hmm. it. And and I'm more like, no. Like, I want pretty things yeah. around the house. I want nice things. Because beauty, I, I feel like we've come to a moment in culture and life where beautiful things are seen as wasteful and yeah. frivolous. But we forget that as human beings, we appreciate beauty and beauty... Is important yeah. to our psyche. So I'm like, yes, beautiful pillow all of it. So my, my reg would be to like allow yourself to look for something pretty that comforts you and not judge yourself for it. Yes. Awesome. All right. We'll wow. see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for sharing a cup of tea with us. To watch more episodes of A Cup of Tea, click the link on the right. If you want to watch Pockets in the Universe, go to a playlist on the left.